are given. I really appreciate the message there. I have a question for all the brethren. What kind of odor do you give out? Turn to John chapter 11. And uh, verse 39, Lazarus had died. And uh, Martha came out to him and, <laughs> and Jesus said, Take away the stone. And Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, <laughs> for he hath been dead four days. Well, I hope we don't give out that kind of odor. We want a, a, the odor of Christ. We have the confrontation that Jesus had with the uh, Pharisees in Matthew 23. He described them. They were doing everything outwardly, just yeah. just perfect. Keeping the law, tithing even their seeds. And here's what he says in verse 27, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like unto whited sepulchres, which indeed appear outward, beautiful outward, but within are full of dead men's bones. And of all uncleanness, even so you also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within you are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. That would be a different, that would be an odor of death right there. And he mentions part of this hypocrisy was a Omitting the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. The, the things that God is pleased with, they weren't doing. They were doing the things that would please men. And uh, in, the Bible talks about uh, spiritual sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Spiritual sacrifices that God is pleased with. In Hebrews thirteen sixteen it says, uh, among those are to do good and to communicate, to to share. When someone has a need, you share with them. You help with the brethren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, meeting needs. That's uh, mm-hmm. what it is, is Christ working in you right. to other people. And it's you're the one that delivers it, but it's from Christ. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. it, that's a beautiful, mm-hmm. sweet smell to God. Yeah. That's what God is pleased with. Amen. Amen. In... Uh, you mentioned uh, Philippians 4.18 when Paul had a need and the people in Philippi sent him a gift by the hand of uh, Epaphras. Philippians 4.18 Epaphroditus I have received all and abound. I am full having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. So this, he had a need that was filled. It was met. And the gift that was sent, that was an odor that was well-pleasing to God, a sweet smell. In uh, Psalm 133, it mentions the uh, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. A unity not just a, some kind of arrangement where we all agree to get along, but a true unity of the Spirit. It describes it, it is like the precious 
ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirts of his garment, just completely coated with precious ointment. And that would give a beautiful smell of right. unity of the Spirit. Right. And one last scripture in John chapter 12. Now this is uh, Mary yes, amen. came and anointed Jesus. And this is a dinner that Lazarus and Mary and Martha had given. And there was Lazarus raised from the dead sitting at the table with them. And verse 3, John 12, 3, Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. So I question again, what kind of what kind of odor are we emitting? This is a sweet smell that was filling the whole house. I want to tell you that myself and Linda have experienced this sweet smell of the brethren coming together to meet our needs, and we are very, very grateful. It truly did meet a need, and it truly was Christ working. Yes. through the brethren. Yes. And many of you can also testify the same thing, that you had a need and the brethren got together and met that need and that was a sweet yes. savor. And so my exhortation to you is we are aware of several needs mm-hmm. uh, of ministry that, mm-hmm. and uh, I will testify that I've never heard anyone ask for money. But I'm just going to tell you, if you're aware of a need and you have the capability of meeting it, that is a sweet savor to God when you meet that need. And it's, like Brother Given mentioned, it's not just I, it's we together meeting the need. And this, this will promote unity, promote the gospel. So my encouragement is to you is when you see a need and you're able to meet it, mm-hmm. meet that. That will promote the brethren and it will be pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. Those, are, those are my thoughts on this and the exhortation. Does anyone else have any thoughts that were provoked or comments, scriptures that they thought about? Brother Robert? Yeah, this, is, this is an amazing thing. See, God has, has put us in Christ where that's the place where he can accept us. He can't, he, we're not going to be accepted on our own. We are accepted in the beloved. Yes. And so it, it, in doing that, see, he's, he's, he's preparing us to reign with Christ in the ages to come. But see, that his favor is on us now. Otherwise, we wouldn't advance. We wouldn't grow. We wouldn't see more about God. He's put his Holy Spirit in us, and the Holy Spirit's doing this workout is behind the scenes, but we're very aware of it. As you walk in the Spirit, you're very aware that God's doing something. You're actually advancing. But it's not really of your own power. It's Him working in you. Because He favors Christ, Yes, He favors you if you're in Him. Now, now that doesn't get any better than that. Salvation is a work of God, but it's also a work in us. And, and, of course, he's called us to be workers together, right? Yes. yes amen. This is a, a wonderful thing that God's done in his son, and we are becoming, in the end, we will be like him. 
We'll be Amen. transformed in the, in, just like him. Now, now, we won't be Christ, but we'll be his sons and yes. daughters. Praise God for Amen. that. Amen. Sister June. Yeah, I had actually several thoughts. <coughs> Whenever Brother Gibbons started out, he was talking about uh, the church mm -hmm. as a collective. Yeah. And there, I, I was looking at some of the provisions of being part of mm -hmm. something larger than yourself. Yeah. And whenever God started out with Abraham, he made a people That's in Abraham. That's right. That's right. He didn't just keep it Abraham and then just one family in uh -huh. each generation. No, he made a people so that he could work in it. Mm -hmm. And this provided for the world a greater uh, canvas, if you will, to behold the works of God. Amen. Better than if it had just been individuals. It's harder to set that, that testimony aside whenever it's a people. And he also created a people and, and uh, set, uh, got, got rid of the separation between Jews and Gentiles mm -hmm. in Christ. He broke down that middle wall of partition that existed between the two. And the now that the church is the people of God. And it's doesn't make any difference if you were born a Jew or born a Gentile. In Christ, we are the people of God. Mm -hmm. Talk about Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem. It's a city that comes down. Yeah. A city is a yeah. group of connected people by things. And a city accomplishes more than people out in the wilderness in a cabin by themselves. It's, uh, their works are more public. They, there's a, uh, well, it's a more complete expression yeah, of the work yeah, yeah. of God for it to be the church. Also, uh, there's a mutual conformity that's developed. Not, not in the sense of the world. But as we grow up together into Christ, there is a, a more complete expression yeah. of who Christ right. is. Amen. And Amen. our unity is a testimony that it is not of us, but of Christ. Mm -hmm. So it identifies that this um, matter of the wicked and the righteous. Jesus in... Uh, Matthew 10, verse, starting with verse 34, he said, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not yeah. to send peace, but a sword. Mm -hmm. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Now, whenever he was born, it said, Peace on earth. Okay. Mm -hmm. The peace of heaven, peace with God, is what he came to give. He did not give peace with the world. Mm -hmm. In fact, this yeah. is what this savor of death unto day, death and life unto life is. It's that separation between world and spirit. Yeah. And it mm -hmm. becomes more pronounced. And then lastly, sorry to go so far, talking about this, this the sweet smell. That uh, I thought back of uh, in Esther, whenever the potential brides for Ahasuerus 
they went through a complete year of preparation before they were presented to the king. <laughs> now, during that time, I'm sure they were learning the ways of the kingdom because they didn't mm -hmm. know they weren't all born in the palace. That's right. They were learning the preferences of the king. Uh, they were learning all about what it would take to be the queen if they were chosen. And the last six months, they spent having all of these sweet odors and stuff. Uh -huh. So that their very presence yeah. was marked by this, this sweetness mm -hmm. for the pleasure of the king. Well, this is a pleasure to God. Remember, God said to the Israelites, uh, uh, concerning because of their, their departure from him, he says, I won't smell in your assemblies. Yeah. Your, the odors, your, your sacrifices are a stench in my nostrils. Mm -hmm. So there are things God is. We have a sense of smell for a reason. God is pleased with this aroma of Christ, mm. and only the aroma of Christ. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. Very good. More comments, brethren? Thank you very much, and. Uh, we want to keep on being a sweet odor of Christ. Yes. Now we have uh, Sister Lita.